check. Hey guys, the episode you're about to listen to was actually recorded a couple months ago on a trip I made to South Carolina. And I got to meet up with uh, Dr. Beju Shaw and Dr. Mike Corvino, and we were able to kind of just sit on a couch and, and chop it up and talk about pharmacy and kind of where we're seeing the future going. Um, we talked about pharmacist roles in tech. Uh, we talked about monetizing content, marketing, uh, and healthcare for 2019, and much, much more. Um, I want to. I do want to give a, an apology for the uh, audio quality. Um, we actually weren't really prepared to do a podcast at the time. We just kind of had a camera. A couple cameras, but we didn't have uh, the proper mic set up. So we did get some decent audio. It's not the best, but um, I, I did want to get the audio the audio out there. And I didn't want our quality to hinder the content from, from, you, from, from you hearing it. So um, hope you enjoy. Did you um, tell them your Wi-Fi? Yeah, dude. Uh, oh, I gotta send you the password, right? I'm not sure which one is yours. It's uh, some crazy number. I don't even know. <laughs> is it Remedy? Uh, yeah, it's Remedy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm in. I guess. Did you get it? No. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> first try. <laughs> like 24 bit. Right, never mind. Remedy. I'm in. <laughs> Content? <laughs> yeah, unscripted, right? Completely. Heck yeah. Um, that's what I like it. Trust in life, I guess. That's probably it. Um, yeah, this, this has actually been probably the best. I think probably the best uh, weekend I've had in a while, guys. I, really? I, I, I don't know. I just, you, I, we walked in your neighborhood. <laughs> I, I, yeah, that, that was the best part of it, right? Birth um, children. Yeah, but seriously, like it, it's kind of um, it's kind of crazy though uh, how. So I work with like I work with like informatics team I was telling you about right, Richard, mm-hmm. and then I work with uh, the pharmacy and like you just don't get to break out of that yeah. habit or that routine and so like just you guys coming coming here and just like breaking me out of my shell like to me that was like no oh, man so nice so, yeah. Yeah. yeah we gotta uh, and now we have like three cameras like pointing at us which is like <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious you know? the only way to <laughs> The um, so what's uh, how's everything going with like daily dispense and all that? Yeah, yeah. So uh, wait, are we recording? Yeah, I oh, guess we're recording. Okay. We're all. I had no yeah. idea. All right. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> all right. My God, I stage for something. Yeah, yeah. And see. And go. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, I, I think I think this is it. Like this, this is where we need twenty nineteen. We just need to um fast forward and, and sort of kind of build on the video content we've been working on last year. Um, but Amy and I are going through this social, I was telling you guys like this social impact entrepreneurship program, right? Um, and so we're really trying to focus on a specific problem to solve within pharmacy um, that involves technology and, and healthcare and innovation. But uh, find that one specific problem through this lean business canvas model, right? And then find the segment that we want to 
target, so uh, that likely is going to be pharmacy students. And how can we help solve a problem that either the college, pharmacy students, or our whole entire education like system? What what is what is the problem we want to solve? And I think I feel like that's it's it's a problem that revolves around literacy of healthcare technology in general. And so uh, going through this like incubator program to get the guidance we need from uh, essentially serial entrepreneurs and innovators that have kind of failed and failed many times over to find a point where they've succeeded. So they've le learned these lessons hard, right? And so we're trying to avoid learning t from too much failure and trying to like go down this pathway. So. That's that's on the game game plan for this year, um, and then how, how how does that sort of align with what MUC and sort of healthcare in you know in general is seeing with uh, technology and innovation? So um, the pro yeah. the program that, that you're doing with uh, like the you know the problem and like entrepreneurship plan because mm -hmm. uh, the 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 concern that I have with like with with when people organize these groups is yeah is that nothing no action doesn't come out of it right right so right. because you know there's one thing of like problem discovery and thinking about it but then there's a whole other side of it which is the majority of the effectiveness of what that happens is like the execution of it execution big, yeah. so uh, what is there going to be a, a heavy focus on one way or one side or the other or how's that how, how do you think about that yeah so um you're right like i, I think you have, you have to start with building this culture right first of all I, I think I think that's key, but then sometimes it, like it fades away or like you know you can't sustain. So um, I think we want to get some tangible goals out of it. It's like one of the goals I think is part of creating uh, this this rotation experience for students. We were talking about this earlier, right? Like how do we involve uh, students in in the process of building this? And so um, getting getting some folks. Uh, from our college and maybe other colleges to help uh, with this kind of initiative could be super helpful. Like just who like so we're we're solving a problem for a customer, right? A customer essentially is pharmacy students. Uh, we've all kind of been pharmacy students, but we're no longer students anymore, right? So how best to solve a problem for a customer for the pharmacy students than to have them help with part of the process? So mm -hmm. I think essentially I'm seeing this rotation. Uh, experience that we're creating is is going to be part of that solution um, but I think I think also coming from a perspective of as a practitioner working in the informatics space and technology space I feel like I have you know what you don't know is what you don't know right for students especially that's that's true so having um, sort of my expertise and knowledge and, and others like 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 me you know in the field um, help help sort of um, create a, I guess a, a knowledge base of of experts would be it would be good. So like having preceptors who can talk technology and translate that into clinical practice um, mm -hmm. may be part of it. So I know that's kind of like very vague and sort of generalized, but like just from a high level, that's kind of what I'm what I'm seeing uh, as part of this um, initiative. But I, I think what you guys are doing is is probably the the biggest, like, biggest part of it is like we have to bring that awareness of technology to the front and center of the minds of like our our people, right, our community. And this is where like you guys are 
showing me the way, like, you know, literally with RX Radio, with Core Console RX, it's like... Also known as Core Console Radio. Oh, Core Console Radio. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, 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 joked, we joked about that. Uh, I screwed up on the podcast. Yeah, he was like, he mixed up like RX Radio, <laughs> like his thing, and like... Uh, um, it came out cool though. But yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I definitely roll with it. Yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, baby, what's the? Can I have the uh, password of the Wi-Fi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've been depriving you of like. Uh... Trying to get the Wi-Fi for so long. Let me use my app. Hang on, this is a uh, a good validation of my skills here. You know what I want to find out is how you get stupid Alexa to play my podcast through here because she did it for me one time through iHeartRadio and then uh, now she just plays like I'll say play the Core Console RX podcast and she'll be like now playing your Core Construction <laughs> something and then they'll just start talking about video games or something nice. like what the freak is this can can you can you actually uh, search search for your podcast on my podcast uh, on my Alexa no, or Alexa. Play Core Console RX. Hey Alexa. Play Core Console RX, uh, evidence-based medicine and pharmacy podcast. Getting the latest episode of Core Console RX, evidence-based medicine and pharmacy. Here it is from iHeartRadio. There you go. Oh, that is me. Oh, can you try mine? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm listening to mine now. Alexa. Alexa, stop that work. <laughs> <laughs> Alexa, play RX Radio Pharmacy's podcast on our iHeartRadio. I could not find Damn a station in RX Radio Pharmacies on iHeartRadio. Alexa, play RX Radio podcast. RX and Radio from TuneIn. Alexa, play Radio That's not my guess. That sounds very good. That's what I thought. Alexa. That. Alexa, I don't even know if I'm still on What's in the news? To hear your flash briefing, go to the Alexa app and select at least one. That was a test, and you failed. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't have Alexa briefings installed. Oh, yeah. <gasps> oh, <laughs> he's so mad. This is a nightmare. <laughs> All right, so so validation. Um, Alexa, what is a pharmacist? Pharmacist, a healthcare practice owner or technical worker. Damn, that's that's kind of. Uh, what did she say? That's a little short, I think. Uh, a descriptive. Owner, technical worker. All right, I'm gonna do a quick video here for my personal. Let's <laughs> studio. We're hanging out. In. All right, we're the, we have impeccable lighting right now. So check out check out the studio we're recording. <laughs> nice. Beiju, the password of the Wi-Fi. What is the what is the password, Beiju? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just texted it to you. I was like, Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's why I touched me. I thought you were fooling around. <laughs> oh, I was like, I was like, how do I get the password? I didn't even open mind? it. So, so I've got like Fort Knox uh, security on, on my. That's uh, the password. password. Yeah, yeah. That password is a nightmare. It's a nightmare. Yeah. So. Oh, is that the password? I've literally come like so. It's interesting because like we we talk about like information security like at the hospital it's like big time we have like oh hackers getting in and stealing data right for patients my password's like my name uh, is that is that a frequent problem and or is that like an actual problem it's a massive problem it's like you where know, people are actually doing it people are doing it because uh, patient's data and record is worth like 50 times more than 
you know other information out there already like and so hackers are like a really targeting health yeah. systems now so wow. what's kind of ironic though is like you go around and like you have these passwords that are encrypted with uh, these uh, sorry laptops that are encrypted with passwords and uh, you know literally I think this is again a level of awareness is, you know we've had in the past passwords labeled on to the laptop typed in and you know literally in in front of the laptop and people would use that to log in. I can't in believe how the hackers are getting in. So I was just like, yeah, that, that defeats the purpose, right? So um, again, it goes back to like, you know, just we need to make our folks aware of like, what are the risks of technology as well as the benefits? And so um, it's changing. It's like, it's people are slowly getting to know uh, what is a phishing email, you know, uh, mm-hmm. or you know, what, what to look out for. But it's still like, you know, hackers are, st- uh, they're still, these bad actors are still ahead of the game. So. Um, so yeah, it, it's 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 a growing problem, but I, I feel like there that that's also an opportunity where um, we can do a lot of education. I, I feel like um, so how are we going to take care of our patients in the future of IoT world, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, IoT healthcare. It's really also <coughs> working with vendors to make sure these devices are totally secure and robust. Yeah. Um, otherwise, you're failing our system. So. But that's not something that like pharmacy can focus on though, because that that's just like a whole nother level of True. like, True. Um, like where like they're they're that's a specific. It like, is. It's a different industry, right? Yeah, yeah. But but here's what's and you've probably seen this um, at some of the conferences. Uh, you know, we're going to probably see this at Hems, where you have pharmacists now being embedded into these technology companies mm-hmm. and they're sort of acting as like the consultants the liaisons for yeah but they can't be right? but you can't hire a pharmacist to yeah. like you know into a tech company so then they can focus on security that's true you know that's like when, when when i think feel like when pharmacists Not go there is yeah have to have the awareness and, yeah. and the the knowledge of all of it but yeah. you're, you're going there for the patient's experience and right. for the how we're going to take care of the patient that kind of right. thing so yeah we'll so at some to, point that's just you just end up turning into another Mm-hmm. you know career essentially yeah um, now I which say, is fine there, you know? there is there is a subspecialty I think that's coming about with informatics and it's going to be focused on security and access mm-hmm. I, I feel like that's emerging um, it, but it may be like a, you know it may be a technician that's sort of you know, evolving role or maybe a pharmacist I don't know but yeah. um, that's just just within the health system but outside certainly yeah there's we, we can't we can't kind of kind of do so much I mean yeah. to change the industry that has to come from the industry itself yeah yeah. Even me, in my current role yeah. like now like I, I essentially am still responsible for our right. IT and security but at the end of the day like that's I crazy. really have to turn to <laughs> yeah. you know my yeah. my technology manager who mm-hmm. that's his sole focus and his knowledge base and his expertise is his there. expertise yeah. exactly you know yeah. so um, yeah are you sure it's a password? No, it's definitely not the password. Did you mess with me? Did I? Mike's been trying to get on, on, on the uh, Wi-Fi for like hours. Hours? Literally <laughs> 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 been hours. This is a nightmare. That's <laughs> 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 probably probably the most secure password. Yeah, it is really it. I've, I've gone through oh, it six man. times. It's definitely. We actually, no one else can actually get in. So uh, it's secure. WPA2, right? So mm-hmm. you're you're using WPA two? Is that? Oh shoot! I've got another password here. What is going on here? All right, here we go. Please tell me this was not as long. There. No, it's actually longer. Try, longer actually. It's like it. actually it's, a little bit it is, it's <laughs> Just a little bit. Oh my god! I'm gonna be over here for a minute. Sorry. What you can do is uh, 
I could try and airdrop this into you. Yeah, that's okay. I don't have Wi-Fi right now, so. <laughs> <laughs> you can't airdrop shit. You're the right thing to stand there. I can't even use airdrop. This is chaos over here. <laughs> so, George, uh, tell me, like, what uh, what were the biggest takeaways from pharmacy conference? What was the pharmacy conference that you went to? So it was the um, Association or American Society of Automation and Pharmacy annual conference. Okay. Um, which was here in Kiowa Island. Um, it was a very small, you know, small conference, but it was um, a lot of key leaders in the industry and like specifically on automation and a yeah. lot of vend- pharmacy vendors were there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, one of the big things I saw was the... I think that it actually ended on like some... A- on like talking about AI... Yeah. Um, and I think what I found was there's a lot of opportunity to like explain and talk about more specifics of how AI can be used. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They were very like higher level use and like understanding of like what it was, but I feel like we need to start going into like how can we leverage it in like our day to day workflows right. in pharmacies and then how we're interacting with our patients. Right. Um, which he did do that. I just I, I'm not sure how it just I, for me personally it just didn't resonate with how it relates to maybe what I, what I was doing. Um, so that was like one takeaway. Um, I mean, I just, for me personally, I just hated it, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, totally called out on it. And I think an, another huge focus of, of it was, and it was funny because they had said like a couple years ago, mm-hmm. they had talked about like, you know, 10% of earnings calls mentioned Amazon, right? And that was like a couple years ago. Right. Whereas I don't really know what the number is now, uh-huh. but I can almost guarantee like in, in the majority of, of large planning business meetings, probably 90, 95% of the time Amazon gets mentioned because it's threatening everything. Right. So right. that was a large focus. Um, we had a, a long session as to like what what is the update on like Amazon, especially mm-hmm. the the new JP Morgan, Berkshire, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, venture that's happening and who they, like who are the, some of the key players mm-hmm. that they hired. I think one of them was actually a pharmacist that I think that they had hired at some point. Um, nice. So that was that was really interesting. Yeah. Um, and just seeing how you know people are planning to mm-hmm. approach dealing with that and dealing with with that and. Um, so so um, it's gonna be like like to me that sounds like it, it there's gonna be growth in this sector for for us especially in pharmacy but like it's gonna be like a hockey stick like this exponential growth right so. In my mind, like even if we're if we know these technologies going to be started to apply to some of what we do, like it's going to be so quick that we won't have time to like, like, almost, I guess, balance out our workforce in a way that makes sense, right? Like, to me, it it sounds like that disruption is coming, but it's like it's going to devastate a lot of our workforce right now because we're like you know we're talking about supply chain right earlier. Mm-hmm. And we're really thinking, you know, talking about like how, how we control the drug costs for our hospitals. Like we started with this platform we created at MEOC, but it, it was because it was it wasn't a human problem, it was a machine problem. Mm-hmm. Um, so in, in a sense it's replaced some some measure of work that a pharmacist used to do. Yeah. So here's my my take on like, you know, replacing and devastating the workforce mm-hmm. is you know, you look at the advent of Google. Mm-hmm. Google has all the information and capabilities. When I say capabilities, minus the maybe the emotional touch, 
But 90% of what a pharmacist does, Google has that information. Mm-hmm. How dare you? But, but, or Alexa. <laughs> yeah, or Alexa, now, you know, but like, but it doesn't, but, 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 but we're still here. Like, yeah. it didn't get replaced. Okay. You know, like it's not, so I think what we have to understand is, is that as these new technologies come and while in theory, yes, it could replace, it's not going to happen as that hockey stick thing. It's not going to happen right. that drastically. That's, if it does, it would be gradual. Right. And then with that gradual change, the society adapts. It happens in every industry. Like this is like That's a chess game I was playing earlier. Sorry, I was still open. <laughs> Super rude. <laughs> it was an accident. I'm trying to close, close stuff. The irony of a computer interrupting us, by the way. Yeah. This is like we're, we're having <laughs> super deep conversations. You see me like this, like... We're, we're, we're having super deep conversations about pharmacy in our future, and this guy's over here playing chess. First of all, I'm trying to download something. He's been trying That's to get great. on Wi-Fi for so long. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, I, I'm really... I'm really... I really think that as... Yeah. As gradually as... I don't think it's going to be like that. The hockey stick growth and automation, I think, is going to happen right. and, and technology. But I don't think the devastation of the workforce is going to follow that. So that's um, reassuring in a way. Like, yeah. we have the room to catch up um, if, that's, if that's what we're... And it's not about right. catching up. It's just about... Okay. It's, it's one about... we. First of all, we definitely overshot what was necessary. Okay. So it's not necessarily catching up, but also more so reg- like getting mm. more to like equilibrium. Okay. Um, and then outside of that, it's also... As those technologies start to grow and we start to see new things, like the opportunities for pharmacists to play a role in all those things are, are also developing. Like there's a bunch of roles yeah. that we like that have now, like a role like yours, mm-hmm. I'm not sure existed, mm-hmm. um, you know, years ago and a role like some people that are, sure. that are, you know, uh, EHR specialists mm-hmm. in the pharmacy realm mm-hmm. didn't exist. And yeah. that's just a preview of what it's going to happen in the future where right. there's going to be an expert pharmacists in every sort of different technology that comes right. about that involves the patient and then it's going to allow for as that hockey stick you know growth of technology happens pharmacy jobs will also be created alongside those um while also the other side of it will actually get normalized it's uh, not a bad way of looking at it I, personal note like i, I actually I, I like the fact that we are kind of seizing these opportunities like working at a health system as a pharmacist, but in technology and in, in, in informatics is, is super cool. Um, some, so my, my coworker actually worked remotely from uh, Houston. Mm. And so she's, you know, she's literally working from home. Um, and I, I work from home as well, you know, like on, on some days of the week. And it's nice to like, just kind of have that flexibility of, um, you know, working as a pharmacist, but also not in a traditional sense. So. I feel like those opportunities will also help um, pharmacists with quality of life, right? And then, um, as long as we're kind of able to capture that opportunity, I guess. But yeah, um, and you know what, what's an interesting yeah. thing that it, it just came to me right now, mm-hmm. and this is I've never actually talked about this out loud, so please, mm-hmm. guys, let me know. This sounds stupid, but as these new technologies take off mm-hmm. and grow, like let's say it's someone like you, let's say. What if before you even went to pharmacy school, you're like, man, I really want to do tech. You're talking to the wrong guy then, because I already did. <laughs> well, no, but well, well, here's what I'm saying is, yeah, yeah. Is, is like, is as the market right. people people they get they're born, they age, right. they go to school, right, and yeah. then that's what continues to fill a market. Mm-hmm. But we think about it as these as healthcare focuses and starts going heavy towards tech. What if someone in healthcare something happened to that camera. 
technologies come about in healthcare what will start to happen is people might be super passionate about that but realize they don't actually have to go to pharmacy school to get to that point yeah so what we'll start to see is is as as the as the technologies change and the industry changes at some point people are going to stop applying to pharmacy school because they want to be in that role potentially yeah but then realize that they don't have to go to pharmacy school to get there so then they might just bypass that whole thing, which then again strengthens strengthens the fact of like right. things will just go to equilibrium where, you know, the market the market will all the market I feel like will play itself yeah. out in yeah. that sense. Yeah. So, you know, and, and again I think a lot of people are scared and worried, but I think people are gonna start falling off. You know, and, and in the same token, there's right. pharmacists that are in pharmacy school that are getting being a pharmacist and realizing that's not their true passion. True. And then they're going to leave to go do whatever it is that their true passion is. And that's fine. It's yeah. not a problem. Right. Good. Like, they should go and be happy somewhere and do what it is that they're passionate about. It's funny because I think we, we, out of three of us, we probably know, like, ten other pharmacists that are doing exactly that mm-hmm. right now. But you're saying, like, in the future, it's kind of become even more of yeah, the case. Yeah, of course. Yeah. That's awesome. What's this, by the way? What? Is this the VR? Yeah. It's pretty wild. Man. Again, we're having super insightful conversations. You guys are really <laughs> <blog-gagging>. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm working. I'm actually making moves. You guys are talking about making moves, and I'm listening intently. However, I'm also working at the same time. It's called multitasking. So it's funny, yeah. Mike. Is like you're you're actually uh, disrupting your own kind of opportunity base right now. Um, VR, right? Like that's oh, yeah. that's the goal. So what? Like really quickly. Like I don't know if you can like share this on camera, but oh, I don't care. Um, that's everyone. This is like a sneak peek. Dare you. So dare you. So what's the what's the um, what's like the game plan as far as? Yeah. So I think that very few people tech. use um, the Oculus Go, Oculus Rift, all that stuff now. However, I think it's coming in the next three to four years. Um, YouTube has YouTube VR now. We can upload all the stuff. There's like videos. Like I was in a Blue Angels jet the other day in my living room. It was Jeez. great. Yeah, for real. Yeah, yeah. We're not sure to do that yet. Right, sure. Um, you nice. can you can go to a concert. I was at a uh, Wiz Khalifa concert. I'm um, sitting front row, looking around, all the people dancing and freaking out, and then Wiz is like walking around in front of me. That's um, wild. And it's nuts. He's sitting courtside an NBA game. Yeah. And I'm like, so why are you figuring if that's available, all this stuff's yeah. available, why would I not have a version of it for right. my oh, podcast? Yes. So you can sit at the table with us while we're talking. So you'd literally be able to sit there, look at me while I'm talking, look at Rich, look up around, see everything that's in the room in real time as that's, it's going on when we filmed it. Yeah. Oh, damn it. Oh, so, that. so you're building you're building actual experience. Like, yeah, I want this it to like, be like you feel like just, you feel I want people like students and stuff yeah. to feel like they already know who I am before yeah. they've ever even met me. Mm-hmm. Which is probably like we probably have like captured all the pharmacy students out there right now. <laughs> like you, yeah, you guys I feel like it's going to literally have to be turning into something where yeah. I have so many students on rotation every month yeah. that from different schools and different parts of the U.S. that I have to like, you, you guys can't no. come. <laughs> yeah, like, no. 
I'm like, you're going to Miami, yeah. you're going here. Like, yeah. you start giving them out to my friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost yeah. sounds like uh, you may be creating your own college of students. Like, maybe that's part of it. Like, you know, we're building, like, this decentralized approach of educating mm-hmm. our next generation. I guess that's I just, all ties back into Yeah, that. I mean, I don't even know what it would yeah. be even called because I, yeah. I don't want it to be organized as much as, like, a college. I and mean, I want it to right. just literally be a community of people who just do the freak they want. And if you don't like it, great. You know, do your own thing. If you like it, come right. on, jump on board, help out. But like, it'll open up. It'll open up opportunities to meet and network with people right. that normally I wouldn't exactly. have those opportunities. Like when we had uh, Eric uh, Meisner on the on the podcast. Like, there's no reason why some guy who's an MD, PhD, right. who runs Hep C Clinic, who runs a lab, all that stuff should be at my house at 9 p.m. on a Tuesday, recording a podcast. Like, right. it makes no sense. So like I had that opportunity to talk to him and get to know him. That's wow. Um, because of that, and that's that's the payoff that like right. I think is because it's not tangible. It's not money that you can mm-hmm. just put the bank in on a spreadsheet and document. Okay, well this was you know it's not this. I spent this much on an investment. And I got this much in return. Mm-hmm. You have to see the the potential of what can come about that you know from those things. Like that guy that I gave that talk September of. 17 right. um, with your group right. um, that guy was like well how would you monetize that I'm like you don't get it right right, right. Yeah. You what's, your, what's your business model yeah, he's, like, he's like well how would you monetize your, that yeah. and, he, and I told him I was like I'm not trying to monetize it right now Yeah. and he was like and he just stopped that like he just wrote me off I'm like it's because he doesn't understand what I'm doing and it's like for me it's like so crystal clear and now that it's starting to like some things are starting right. to take shape it'll well, make sense in the end and then it'll turn into people going oh right. man wish I had that wish right. I had all this stuff yeah. I'm like well, well it's because you couldn't see it at the beginning and, and the people uh, that are seeing this they're not seeing like you're you're also working full time right you're, mm-hmm. you're sustaining yourself you have three jobs so well yeah so like <laughs> yeah. this is all your like side side time like, yeah this is yeah. my fourth job yeah it's I literally crazy. have three jobs that I'm actually getting paid for outside of core console that's wild yeah. So, yeah. so the value's coming. I mean, that's that's yeah. basically it. Yeah. Yeah. Man. I think the difficult thing too about like I, I talk to like a lot of uh, you know companies now in my current role and, and mm-hmm. I always tell all of them you know they always talk about like you know increasing business and you know looking at some of the new wave of you know marketing and digital marketing and right. you know they look at I, I tell almost all of them like why aren't you guys doing a podcast for your from your business like a B two B podcast. Or even for your page. I tell all, anytime I get in front of someone that's a decision maker or uh, like in a marketing department, I say, why? Because they're, they're all, none of them are doing podcasts. And I'm like, why don't you guys do some sort of podcasting? And then a, a lot of that's things crazy. that comes up is how are we going to demonstrate the ROI from that? Right. And I'm just like, you're not going to be able to demonstrate, like you can't really demonstrate an ROI off of branding. Right. Like you, right. because that's what, that's right. what podcasting is. It's, it's not a transactional type of marketing. How do you get the outcomes and metrics from yeah. that? It's not it's it, easy. It's, it's, a, yeah. it's a branding yeah. marketing tactic. It's super frustrating when I get that back. Like that's what people are wondering about because it's like, look, how will I demonstrate? Like, well, why don't for five seconds you just take a chance on something? Yeah. Like why? That's so stupid. So I'm, I'm curious, like, yes, you, you guys think there's a gig economy that could be had with, with some of this branding and digital marketing kind of Do we think what? stuff. Like, is there a like, a like a gig economy? Like, so, you know, say, know that means. say you may have like, uh, you have a pharmacist that wants to work, you know, a few hours, you know, at this one 
kind of company for a week and then maybe another company for another week. Um, you know, kind of not have a permanent like company that they work for, but it's just sort of like maybe consult or I don't know what's going on with the mm-hmm. recording. It's like that's up. It's fine. Uh, I appreciate mics. Is it mics? Is it mic? Is your You're still going good, right? Oh yeah. Over yeah, here. yeah it's fine. What do you have? Like, but you have the seven. The uh, okay. seven, the Alpha Seven S Mark II. Is it overheat? No, is it? Well, it's good. Sony has a thing built in where it automatically stops recording at thirty minutes. That's that's what I'm saying. All do that. Okay. Unless. Unless your mic. You hack that. Crap. <laughs> oh. You hack that crap. You go ahead and okay. turn that little thing off. <laughs> you really? have to bypass Sony's safety system. Because yeah. you had a timer that goes off. Yeah, I do. I, I use a timer on mine because I, I didn't idea. go through all that work that Mike did to figure yeah. that out. So. Um, anyway, sorry, yeah, I was, I was That's why I noticed my mind's the almost still recording. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty uh, working pretty just good. fine. <laughs> um yeah, you definitely have more experience. Um but I was thinking, like, you know, what if what if you could have so I know there's a few pharmacists that do do this like consult, you know, uh, as copywriters or as like marketing brand so strategists, I guess, or um, creators. But is there a market for this? Because like you're saying, like you know, there there's all these companies and this independent pharmacies. Maybe that's that they're they're they have a brick and mortar store, but they're not essentially doing, uh, you know, things in in the digital space where they mm-hmm. can get more well, at, customers. At, at some point, that's just a digital marketing agency. Okay. So there and there is a, which there is a market for. Is there um, a market for that? Yeah, okay. there's definitely a huge market okay. for a digital agency and. Yeah. Um, yeah, we were at Vicious Biscuit like uh, like half uh, an hour ago. And we were. It was delicious. That was amazing. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Remember? <biscuit. Yeah. laughs> I think Michael the biggest biscuit out of. Uh, yeah, it was all. a fat boy biscuit. That's what they called it. I think. Right. I actually, feel guilty eating it. <laughs> it was good there. Right? If I'm gonna be totally honest. <laughs> <laughs> so like. Glad my wife didn't see that. I know yeah, it's, it's not gonna be on camera, but like that that was. Um, <laughs> she won't watch it anyway. <laughs> She won't watch it. She won't. She won't see it. That place was like open though for like just about a month, and it was it was its, it's traffic was like getting crazy. Like it, we were there's lines out the door. Um, literally, this is like every day, but weekends even worse. You can't find parking. Yeah. And their strategy was like let's pump out content even before we open up. Let's let's you know solidify our social media game, and. Uh, yeah, they're doing pretty great, you know, uh, right now, and you know, for probably for the future because they've got this like strategy for digital marketing. But then I see like you know an independent pharmacy that's opened up uh, down the road for me, and it's like, it's it's not getting the traction it should be getting. That's because um, yeah, that's because they they don't know how like so for instance with uh, Fetter, the company I'm working for. Okay, yeah. They freaking they just announced they're so excited and so proud of themselves. Mm-hmm. They're like, we have a, we want to do so much marketing going for. She goes, in just a little bit, you're gonna be, you're gonna probably notice a billboard on the side of the road. And I was like, <laughs> oh my jeez. <laughs> and then she's like, we're doing radio ads like crazy. What? We're doing dumb, a ton of direct <laughs> mail. And I'm like, literally, I don't know who. Right. Like, and it's that kind of thinking that you know, and it's like they they have a mar- they literally have a marketing company that they hire and they pay thousands and thousands of dollars to, and that's the advice they got. We, we, our advertisement for prep went out on the radio. The target age group for prep is 25 to 30. Right. I'm like, I, I'm 30. I don't even know how to freaking turn my radio on. Right. I, I'm not listening to the radio in my car. Like, what am I, 90? Like, why would I do that? Yeah. I can't tell you what radio stations are in Charleston. I've never turned radio on. <laughs> I have no clue. Zero clue. That's yeah. a good point. 95SX, I think, was around when I used to listen to the radio. I, it may still be there. It may not. 
You don't know. That's no clue. Yeah. <laughs> no way of knowing. Jeez. And like, and that's like because I don't lie. Like in my car, I immediately put a podcast. I put YouTube. I put iTunes. I put Spotify. Um, I just freaking put iTunes. Whatever. I never put the radio on. Yeah. Like my phone immediately starts playing music when I get in my car because it Bluetooths automatically. That's right. Yeah. I'm like, who the yeah. freak is listening? Is that each group is listening? That's the one. And and we got zero calls from it. So it's just uh, it's craziness. So yeah, like I, I know uh, a good, good friend of mine uh, here in town, uh, Jason Rosenbaum. He, he actually does. Uh, he's an attorney for startups, and he does a lot of like, you know, gives a lot of advice on on, um, you know, uh, just copyright laws and all these things for for social media. And he was, he was telling me, you know, he he actually hires out um, his his kind of marketing uh, content uh, newsletters, uh, you know. It, you know, all of the Instagram posts, all, all of that to someone else because essentially it takes him time to do it himself. Uh, of course, you can do it yourself, but it's just that time value, you know, uh, he, his expertise is in building his business and law. Um, and so it makes sense for someone like him to hire out, you know, outsource. Um, See, I, I completely disagree. But, well, so, well, here, here's the thing, though. Like, you know, if someone does have that need, right, to... So spend their time in one area and and delegate, then there's a market, right? Like like, what I'm what I'm getting at is like you know if there's a pharmacy that needs help, or needs sort of you know to reduce some burden, um, a pharmacy student can get in and, and start building or, you know, helping with that. I, I don't see. I think anyone can do it. I, I yeah. actually agree. So the the only thing in, in the pro and I, yeah I think a pharmacy student. Can do that. However, the problem is, if I was that lawyer, now you just right. like you're you're hoping that in banking on the student being able to do that versus right. the student just helping you with your own like the setup maybe thing. Yeah, like okay. you're 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 supposed to be um, there to kind of you know give the student some. Uh, direction if you will yeah and and not have them just you're like relying on them to well sort of take over this marketing thing for you because you're saying they don't have time well well maybe the me- i should probably clarify it's like the mechanism of like distribution right but the content creation it's it's all you know it's up to you right like it should probably be up to you to to create it's just like you know the whole you know getting the content out um you know, weekly, daily, whatever, like the, the distribution, the re- like, does yeah, that make dis- sense? But distribution, or? distribution is, is yeah. a very complicated thing in on its own. Like, so you heard Mike talk about, okay. like, you heard him talk about how like his facility has, has a full distribution plan, okay. but it's not, it's not necessarily a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's right? terrible. So then like distribution mm-hmm. is kind of an art in itself too. So like, yeah. that's also more like, Distribution is also a skill, and like you have to know mm-hmm. how, where, the context of how you're distributing that content that fits that particular distrib- distribution platform. So, mm-hmm. like all those things are equally important. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you know, I you could tell me here's the content, I just need you to distribute it, and then you can say you put it on a radio, you or you spent millions and you put on a commercial, but then right. did it actually work? Yeah. Like, and then how do you know if it actually worked or not? So like there, that's so boots on the ground kind of strategy of like you just have to know your your yeah. segments and your market yeah this is amazing yeah how's it going by the way yeah I just can't believe this is real life watch so I play this video 
Are you running through After Effects or? This is Premiere Pro. Can you see this? Oh, dang. Yeah. I want to. I want to. Uh, I want to. I think I want to find out how that we can. Um, we can do more with less. So that that's other other piece, right? Like it's. It's like how do we. How do we do like so, Mike? How do you like do this on top of everything else you do? That's not less. Like, <laughs> that's Mike. definitely not less. Like I feel like that that VR the is going to be. on that is ridiculous. Are you going to hire someone else to do the VR? I feel like screw them. I can do it. Really? <laughs> what? Like, how much time is that going to take? Though? Yeah, I wouldn't be confused by by that though. Like yeah. getting like the learning curve for After Effects. Like it's doable. You can right. do it. It's not that you can't do it, but there's time. Okay, but I think it just depends on what you want. I wanted to learn After Effects, and so for me, like, because you know, I had the thing I don't like is when I hear people say, like, um, one of my friends was saying that he really wanted to get better at audio, but he didn't have the time to learn how to edit the audio. That's I see what you're saying. Bullcrap thinking. Okay, you either make time, right, or don't say you wish you had you could do that. You just say I have zero interest in learning that and I need someone to come in and do it. Like yeah. I don't have an interest in learning how to program. I really don't. Right. And so I'm not gonna spend the time absolutely learning how to program and make apps. I would bring in somebody for that. After effects I think I'm gonna use daily. I need to learn that skill to make okay. something different than my normal stuff. I need to learn how to do it because I can't rely on somebody else to do it. I can't afford to hire anybody else. And even then, if I could, I still would do it myself because I should just know how to do that if I'm going to mess around with it. I'm so glad I invested the time. And I spent months of my life on YouTube watching tutorials. I would spend eight hours at a time making a video that lasted 15 seconds, (laughs) and it wasn't even that great. But, like, I'm I'm super glad that if I hadn't done all that crap, there's no way I would be able to do the stuff I can do now in two seconds. Like, as soon as this thing uploads... I don't know why it's taking so long to, to update, but I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I, I can I can make like a you know hologram image of our three Disney dispense RX radio and mm-hmm. uh, right. um, Core Console like the art emblems were coming out of this thing like Jeez. you know a 3D like thing like hologram looking thing. Yeah. I just had that idea when I was walking like that looked dope. Yeah. I should do that. <laughs> that's okay. Um, yeah, it makes sense. Like like that's that's the thing I was kind of really curious about. Like you know, there's animation that I want to learn, but that's like. It's like I, I kind of want to learn it, but I don't need to learn it because I, I think there's a difference between wants and needs, right? Like, if you're saying like you need to know After Effects because you want to get to that um, future vision of core console, right? Mm-hmm. And that's that's what I was trying to like figure out, is, like what in 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 my role, like what is what is the the need right now? Um, and maybe that's 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 really around video content and less of it's the storytelling part of video content rather than less of like the animation or less of the um, the snazzy you know razzmatazz of video I feel like maybe that's just that's where time could be better spent in another bucket right that's, mm-hmm. I guess that's the way I look at it like different having different buckets of um, priorities and, and and I guess the, too like so like you were like the huge learning curve is steep. Yeah. I actually think I just figured it out now. Like, I think I'm good to go. So you're learning. You're learning. <laughs> wow. Yeah. No, yeah, I it's, literally, been, it's been a really long time that you've been working on. Like, that's cool. No, I haven't spent hardly any time on this. I recorded this video. I haven't touched it since. Okay. On other stuff. <laughs> I've spent probably a total of an hour learning how to do this, and I watched one YouTube video. Dude, was it incredible? Do what? Huh? Do what? Use After Effects. The, the VR. Oh, I thought you meant in general using After Effects. Oh no, After Effects is a lot of time. 
But now that I know how to use After Effects and Premiere Pro and all that crap, I'm like, I, I'm pretty sure I just export this video that uh, I just made yeah, with yeah. these apps that I just did, yeah. and I think I can upload it to YouTube. It's good to go. I'm going to try to announce this tonight. Yeah. It's going to be incredible. If this thing works, I'm literally going to flip the freak out. Yeah. Because I can upload it's my video, awesome. and we're going to film our first VR podcast tonight. And then I could just record in VR and just send them to you, and then you just do them for me. Well, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Post-production. <laughs> <Mike>. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. So I, I, yeah, I mean, yeah. I just, for me, um, I've been... And I'm not saying, again, I'm not trying to say I'm right on all script. Yeah, yeah. I just my opinion. So I don't freaking know if I'm right. I might be a moron, so why don't you listen to me? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying to maximize my iMovie skills because the, the, learning, the learning curve on iMovie is so low. Oh, so, so low? Super low. Really? <laughs> yeah. So it's super easy yeah. to use. I mean, Apple, that's what Apple does, though. Like, they make products for, you know, the... It's Apple like GarageBand for... Well, that's exactly it. Like, yeah, it's exactly yeah. it. It's just like GarageBand. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's just as crappy as GarageBand. Yeah, much, yeah. <laughs> and I also use GarageBand. It's as terrible as GarageBand. No, but, like, it's just easy for me, and, like, I, I, no, I, I, I want to do works. other things, yeah. you know, instead of spending the majority of the time on the post-production, so... And that's basically it. Uh, our our cameras died, actually, our batteries, so we couldn't actually get the rest of the conversation. But I think we talked about two or three hours that day. Um, but I hope you enjoyed the episode. Again, it was a little different. And uh, one thing I wanted to do here quickly is give a plug to the first time pharmacist. I don't usually often talk about the book on here, but being the time of the year and, you know, ph uh, pharmacy students graduating soon or pharmacists have been out working for about a year now. I think it's, it, I've gotten a lot of great feedback about the book. Obviously, I think it's good because I wrote it, but uh, I've gotten a lot of great feedback uh, from it and how it's and helped a lot of individuals with their day to day. So I wanted to just give it quickly a plug here because of the timing. It's available on Amazon. Again, it's called The First Time Pharmacist, and I'll put a link in the show notes below. Um, but I hope you did enjoy that episode. And if you're listening on iTunes, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating if you can. Um, if it's a one, two, or three star, that's cool. Let me know why. Um, but if you're enjoying it, a four or five star would be appreciated. So I uh, hope everyone has a great rest of their Sunday. Pharmacy.